0: Forever
1: dog. Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It. Everyone's favorite weekly exploration of the ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, the gooey insides, the hard exteriors of Reddit. Mm -hmm. Wow. Too
0: too too descriptive. descriptive I'm sorry.
1: I'll reel it back for next week. Thank you. Um, I continue to be so thankful for all of the listeners who send in, um, Reddit suggestions, which is how I'd like to, to get this party started. Go on. One reader suggested long hair Reddit and they said, this community is wild and so intense and I do not understand their motivation for wanting hair to the floor, (laughs) even though I do remember that being something I wanted in elementary school. I feel like I wanted that in elementary school as well. And I think I maybe had it for a brief period of time. You had hair to the floor? Oh, no, to my butt. To my butt.
2: Oh, my God. Not to the floor. Okay, this is like actually horrible. But I went to a Jewish school and a lot of uh, the very religious girls had hair way long, like literally down to the floor. Wow. And they would wear it like tied up and stuff because I I think it was just a a religion thing. It's in the Bible. Uh, I think it was
0: somebody with the S. Their their strength. Sam Samson. Yep, Samson. Yeah, the the strength came from the the strength came from their hair. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yep, but I don't know why. And then and then the other people at our school bullied them for having long hair. That's not nice. Not so it maybe, sounded like
1: there was a lot of bullying at your school. Like a lot of, pe- with 10 people in I it. I know. There was
2: like literally 50 people in my grade, and they just were like, what, two three of them just decided to bully the other 47?
1: Like, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> um, so the post I I found on this subreddit is very sweet. It's an older woman who has actually Gorgeous, long gray hair, and it's titled, Age Does Not Dictate
0: Hair Length. She looks incredible. She looks amazing. That's exactly how my grandmother's hair looked, too. Oh, really? beautiful. Because mm-hmm.
1: it is this thing where, like, we expect older women to chop their hair off, but why?
0: Yes. And my grandmother was also religious and said she would
1: not cut her hair off. Did she and never she, cut it?
0: she get, like, trims, but... Oh,
1: but so she would. It was more yeah, symbolic. But, but if
0: you don't, like, trim it, it won't grow. right. Oh.
1: And I really like this because it has 3,964 upvotes and 249 comments. And it's, it's all so cute how supportive everyone's being.
2: Yeah, they're really positive
1: gorgeous. I'm 70 and grew my hair long during the pandemic. I'm never going back. And then the OP said, I'm
2: 72. Oh my God. Cute. It's so cute. Yeah. I don't know. My, I think it's like what you see. My mom always had short hair. She had like a pixie cut my whole life. And then um, now as she's getting older, her hair is longer. She's growing it out. Oh really? Yeah. And it's so, it's so jarring for me sometimes to see because I think of her in my mind as this like sharp pixie cut. Yeah. Jagged hair kind of lady.
1: My mom also had a very short haircut and now she, it's more to like right above the shoulders. I think that she has always maybe wanted it longer, but she has thinner hair. So it's mm. that, that, that push and pull conflict.
2: Oh my God. Your mom looked great when we saw her.
1: Thank you. She wouldn't believe me if I told her, but I will relay that.
2: Okay. You know, I hear something funny. She's yeah. going to listen to this though. I know she will. Okay. Me saying to you, your mom looked great and you going, oh, she'll never believe it or whatever. So when you were on the phone, I was talking to your mom and I was like, don't you think Allison undervalues herself? And your mom was like, I know, but how are you going to convince her? (laughs) And you just did the exact same thing. You are you your mother's the daughter. the exact same thing. Uh, oh, I said, oh, your mom looks great. You said, I know, but she'll never believe it. I said, isn't Allison the best and she thinks she's the worst? And your mom was like, I know, but how do you get her to think that?
1: I don't think I'm the worst. Not that you,
2: just that you you undervalue yourself. That you like think that, like you guys, and then you just did the exact same thing that you thought she was going to do. I
1: feel like I like myself.
2: But I'm saying you don't give yourself enough credit. Yeah, what I was telling maybe her. that's true. And that she true. was like, I you know. so too? Mm-hmm. Oh. If you realize it about your mom, realize yeah. it about yourself.
1: I will. It is this funny thing. I don't know if I'm about to talk about this, so I'll get permission after. But she um, – I don't think I've talked about it much on the show, but my mom was really sick for months and months, and they were trying and trying to figure out what it was. And she's got something called GCA, which is like giant cell – Armitis? I can never pronounce it, but it's a it's a vascular disease. So she's on, they finally, th- thank God, like, and it was brought on by COVID. And my, I'm 99% sure it was brought on by COVID. So yeah. COVID is dangerous and real. And so she's on, like, this intense medication for it. And it has, like, made her face, like, a little puffier, but, like,
2: Barely. I would never like think that. Like you would
1: never think that. I thought
2: you were about to tell me it made her thinner. So
1: she she like is like, oh, and my face, it's like I look like a puffer fish. And I'm like, mom, no, you just look like you have slightly less wrinkles than before. I was like, people pay money for that. Right.
2: <laughs> like, right.
1: And it's just a side effect of your medication. I, I know.
0: I made a note to say, ask Allison how her mom's doing. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah.
0: Well, now I have an answer. She looked great.
1: She's, I mean, her energy. I mean, she was getting a fever every single day. So, like, she was very low energy. And now, you know, I think there's some annoying side effects when you're on such intense meds. But, like, day to day, it seems so much better. Great. Okay, we've got another one, which I'm very excited about, which is men... Writing women.
2: Oh, I love this. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) And it's just, like, excerpts from various, like, books or, you know, articles about how men describe women. And this is from American War by Omar el Akkad, And the description is, With her head lowered, she saw what he saw, the topography of her body, the shoulders wide and thick, the breasts that on any other girl her age would have stood as mounds but on her frame were modest. The hips in line with the shoulders, in line with the thighs, the body big and uncurved, a brick of a girl. And to his eyes, she knew the strangest prize was the place between the lines. The place that had in this last year turned against her in a way so sudden she thought at first she was dying. The place that in an instant made her a stranger to herself. And um, in this book, the boy is 14 and the girl is 12. Oh, boy.
0: Um, I remember this going around Twitter, and I was disgusted when I read it then, and I'm disgusted now as well. And a grown person wrote this about children. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's also interesting because a lot of times men have women hyper aware of their bodies in a way that a woman wouldn't be like very like sexually hyper aware of like the body in a way that's clearly just like, like there was a, I think a tweet making fun of this type of writing that was like, the the woman breastily boobalied, long <laughs> breastily, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just like, you're not like sitting around being like my tits or whatever. So I just think it's really funny that they have this kind of like fixation on mounds or whatever. But also it's kind of funny to me as a trans person, because when you say someone is a brick, it's like slang for a trans woman who's clockable, a word that a lot of friends of mine have reclaimed because it's like, it's it's meant to, it, he's like using it in this way that is like, it's clear that he doesn't have any idea what, it, what the queer slang of it is. <laughs> That's a little funny to me.
1: Yeah, this person wrote, the author is imagining a 12-year-old girl as an adult woman, and that would be enough for me to put it down.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, look, did I love Judy Bloom stuff where it's very honest about the body? Yes. But is that written by Judy Bloom? and I trust it? Right.
1: Right. It's always so different to me, like, who's writing it? Mm -hmm. Also, here's
2: the thing. Are you writing about the boy the same way? Are you Mm -hmm. writing about a boy who's like, and he looked down at his chest and at his little penis? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you're not writing like that.
1: Okay, so then another one that that listeners suggested is a subreddit called Help Me Find. And the description is, Do you miss something that seems to have been wiped from existence, like a stuffed animal or an old candy? Does it seem impossible for search engines to help, even with the correct name? Describe it here as much as possible, and hopefully someone will help you out. This is a great use yes. of social media. Yes, it is. Yes. And perhaps yes, it it's the, the best the best use.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. There's in the nostalgia subreddit, I mean, a lot of people will post things asking yes. for oh, things. Oh, yeah. But yeah, go ahead.
1: So this is amazing. It's someone asked to help them find a baguette cat toy, which is a huge toy shaped like a baguette. <laughs> okay, so
2: I had actually seen this already. And I showed it to Alex to ask if he wanted me to get it for Hammy. Really? Yeah. Why would a cat want a baguette so badly? Right. So he was like, it's really cute, but I don't think Hammy would know that it was a toy.
1: Oh, he would try to eat it?
2: He would just, no, he would just think, this is not for me. Like, he would be like, what? This is not, like, doesn't look like any of my other toys. It's not, like, obviously a toy.
1: Yeah. Someone said, the answer is to buy your cat an actual baguette.
2: (laughs) My little French cat eating a baguette.
1: (laughs) And someone replied, won't work. Cat will not be interested. Only works if human buys it to consume. Then kitty can enjoy stealing it and licking it. Exactly.
2: Exactly.
1: It is so wild, like, how much my dogs have, like, this stuff that you think would only affect, like, the human psyche, where, like, they want what each other has.
2: Really, like
1: if I give them each a chewy, like they want the other one's
2: chewy. Oh my god, everyone's the same. It's
1: so wild. They're like, you know, like they'll eat, they'll eat from one bowl, and then they'll, and then after they've each eaten, they swap bowls and look at what the other one has left.
2: Wow. <laughs> oh my god.
1: And like sugar, I've made videos about this. Sugar will get in these hyperfixations where her chewy is right in front of her, but she is just staring at Phantom eating his Chewy because she wants to steal it so she can have two.
2: I've witnessed it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: isn't, that, isn't that the condition, the earthly condition? Yeah. You know what I mean? We could all take a lesson from that, actually.
1: I know, I know. I
2: like Help Me Find, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm obsessed with the human memory. Mm-hmm. This is why I like Mandela effects and things like that. And there's nothing more satisfying to me when someone on Help Me Find is like, there was a book I read as a child here's what I, am, I remember the cover to look like. And then they'll draw like a, a haphazard version of it. There was one that I loved where it was like someone being like, it was a book of scary stories. I read it when I was a kid. These are some of the stories I remember being in it. The cover was a house with a red door and everything behind it was blue. And then so many people were commenting books. And then everyone was like, oh my God, how many scary story books are there with a cover with a blue background and a red house? So many.
1: Did they find the right one?
2: Eventually, yes. And it was so wild. Or when they'll do one where someone's like thinking of a song, but they don't know what song it is. And they'll kind of hum it into like a voice note. (laughs) It's amazing. There is a Reply All episode that is my favorite thing that's ever existed. And it's about a mystery song. And I don't want to spoil it for you, but go find that episode because it's literally my favorite thing. And I have made people listen to it in front of me while I jumped up and down, (laughs) flapping. Have you ever been autistic? But anyway, I love it so much.
1: I have this book from childhood that I've never been able to figure out what it was. And it was so funny and clever to me and it was like along with the hit film get over it was like i feel like shaped my idea of comedy and like what was funny to me did you find it no i've never been okay did you post it i don't even remember necessarily enough to post about it no
0: but that's part of it is like okay you you share what you do remember i
1: all i remember is that it was like it wasn't like a picture book but it had a lot of cartoons and along with words and it was like a guy on a quest But he was like, I don't know, maybe there was something funny about ketchup. I I like, I don't even remember enough to even, but I know that there were for years where I did remember more and I desperately was trying to find it and I could never.
2: What years would you have had it?
1: Probably like under 14.
2: Okay. And for the listener, Allison is uh, 33. So whatever years those are. You were in the New York area of the United States. That's probably important. Why? It's a book. I know, but some people might be listening from other countries. Some people might be like, oftentimes they'll be like, actually, it was a local writer and it was just in this library or something. So like, you know what I mean? You got to be specific.
1: Yeah. I I don't know enough, but I just remember being so funny and clever.
2: This is
0: the perfect time now to start the JBU account for Reddit.
2: Yes. Yeah. And then talk about, see if any of our listeners remember this book. Mm -hmm. And then we'll cross
0: share it into this the subreddit helped me find.
1: Okay, you can yeah. cross-share. Uh huh. So it's like double posting. Yep. Smart. Who owns Reddit?
2: Uh, it used to be he, Alex O'Hanian, yeah, who was married to Serena, Serena Williams, Williams. Uh-huh. but he
1: sold
0: it. right? I think he sold he, it. he stepped down because he said that a person of color needed to be in his spot. Wow.
2: And he married. Do you Serena like Williams? him?
0: Except for like, he's into NFTs. So, <laughs> but yeah.
1: A great guy. He does. I almost keep being like, is there a catch? Is this going to blow up in our face? Yeah, I mean, he seems it lovely. could, but he seems great. Yeah, and I feel like she's got a good judge of character. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of the wonderful communities you can build on Reddit, there is a gardening oh. Reddit where everyone has been keeping track of these different asparaguses and how much they're growing. <laughs> So this poster, Love in My Life, has been updating a hungry audience about how quickly her asparagus plants, Aspie, Perry, and Gus, are growing. And so they share, update on Aspie, Perry, and Gus. He is at 51 inches now. Mm. My young Gus is growing up so fast. Today is a warm day, so they will grow some more, I hope. It has 434 upvotes and someone said, Is it weird that I'm now following you so I don't miss updates? Maybe, if you think it's creepy, you can tell me to stop.
0: Love it. I should post my um, green onions I've been growing. Yeah. You should. Yeah.
1: And the poster keeps measuring them and giving updates. It's wild.
2: In today's world where you cringe and cry at what's going on, Gus and the gang are much needed simple delight. It's, it's so a wonderful sweet. lightness of the spirit. The asparagus gang brings a smile to so many of us. Please keep it going.
1: I love it. I will say during my Reddit explorations, again, I keep putting in things I think are going to have more stuff than they do. Like I feel like there's some subreddits that don't really have a lot of support that should like be bigger. Like gardening? I put in something about myths. because There's all these things like myth busters, like, yeah. you know, like popular things we believe to be true, but I couldn't really find... I couldn't find a robust Reddit account about that.
0: My thing about Reddit is that it's kind of hard to, like the search isn't robust. Yeah, But if you take it outside of Reddit, like I've said before, oh. search on Google and put Reddit in your search and then it might find more things. Okay, so I'm yeah. doing it wrong. Not, I mean, that's how I'm it doing should. doing it ineffectively. You're, d- you're doing it how you Reddit. You think it would work. Yes, but it's just not as robust as it is.
1: So they need to optimize their search yes. function in a way mm-hmm. that they're not... That's interesting. But there is a Reddit that's just the subreddit called Funny. Yeah. I'll try to read out loud this little comic where it's a therapist and a little creature. And the therapist said, so I hear you're feeling better now. And the creature says, yeah, it's wild. My dating life is going great. I'm engaging my hobbies and I'm generally less depressed. Now my meds have kicked in. Therapist says, that's fantastic. How do you feel about this positive change of pace? And the little creature says, fucking suspicious. <laughs>
0: that's from
2: at Thumbles comic. I like that. I thought that was so cute. That is really, that Something is really cute. <laughs> and someone said, this is so
1: true. Why is there always this impending sense of doom when everything mm. is going
2: all right? That is right up your alley because it's about therapy and it involves a little creature. I know, It involves
1: a little creature. And you
2: love that.
0: I really do. And
2: it's a comic. I know. And you, you are a cartoonist. Oh, but yeah. Do you think I can say that? Yes.
0: Really?
1: Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, you're a cartoonist, a famous cartoonist with a cartoon account. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, move over whoever draws Garfield. It's Allison Raskin no, that, that That dude that's an asshole that... That did Dilbert. Dilbert. You're get rid of Scott over. Adams.
1: Yeah, that guy's awful. Yeah,
2: get rid of him. Time for Allison to take over Dilbert's slot. Yeah,
1: it would be funny to reveal like what my my mistakes look like. Like how many times? Sometimes I have to read all the little boxes. Oh, I you saw should. a little
0: bit uh, when I stayed in in your office. Oh, you saw
1: that? I did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Behind the curtain
0: of mm-hmm. emotional support,
1: lady.
2: You should. Why? And then you could post. Here's one idea. You post it, and then you write. Everybody makes mistakes.
1: Yeah, that's really. good.
2: It would be inspiring. And then, well, quote, Hannah Miley Montana. Cyrus. Yeah, Hannah Montana.
1: A lot of times, I will fuck up the cartoon, and then I go, "Well, I'm just going to post it anyway because that's a that's a good lesson for all of us."
2: That's life. That's, uh, that's Evita.
1: Because I was like, if I become a perfectionist about my mental health account, then that's the opposite of what I'm trying to promote. What I'm
2: saying you should show that stuff. You gotta show the, the real stuff, warts and all, baby.
1: Okay, I also want to share, uh, embarrassing moments. This, again, was something I thought I'd have, I'd find better stuff off of. You think embarrassing moments are going to really be popping off on Reddit? I think it may
2: be under like cringeworthy or something. Yeah. I'm not using the right term. Right, cringe is more People say cringe more than embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, since but, when? Since, for a minute. But really? I think cringe is mm-hmm. sp- more specific than embarrassing, but yeah, it's similar. I said I used I was talking to Sarah Marshall yesterday and I she posted she showed me something cute and I wrote, "Oh my god, I'm too soft." And I didn't realize that that was Gen Z slang. Too soft? To be like, I'm too soft for this. Oh, really? And she was like, what? Oh.
0: I didn't know that was... I mean, I've heard it numerous
2: times. I didn't equate it to Gen Z, though. I I mean, I don't think it's a millennial saying.
1: Huh. Um, Melissa already found the cringe community with 1.3 million
2: followers. See, she's better at this. <laughs> she's better at this than us. But
1: I did find embarrassing underscore moments as a subreddit. And I'll share this post. Not safe for work as a label. I was pissing myself and the class thought I was jerking off.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. I know. It's kind of I mean, both of them are terrible, but one's more terrible than the other.
1: So I was in class. Here in this school, they don't let you go to the bathroom at class, which is a huge problem. Yeah. So I had to pee really badly. If I had told the teacher it was urgent, maybe she might have let me. I was too nervous to ask, so I held my piss. About an hour later, an hour? I know I had my hands down there holding my piss with a weird expression on my face, and I was slightly shaking. A couple of minutes pass, and my friend looks and sees I was holding my piss. He shakes me and tells me it looks like I'm jerking off. I got embarrassed and nervous, so I removed my hands from there. Luckily, I was
2: able to hold the piss. Jesus oh, fucking Christ. It's so sad. Oh my god, that's awful.
0: There's a another subreddit called Watch People Die Inside that I'm part of, and that one has 5.6 million. So that's embarrassing moments.
2: Oh, since
0: share one. I will. Okay. Well, these are very visual, so Because oh, they're okay. videos, so I don't. It wouldn't be good. But if you wanted to see those yes. things, then you could. They're
1: visuals of the person doing. the They're great- videos
0: like of people that they just set up cameras for something else, oh. and then they do something and. Like this guy, so there's a guy swinging a baseball at something on his patio, and he swung it and hit it, but then the fragments hit his window and broke the window. Oh,
1: no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's such a fine line between what's funny and what's just way too tragic.
0: Well, but the <laughs> thing is, a lot of these things are like, people are posting about themselves. So it's is it tragic if they're sharing themselves? Yeah, if they're making fun of themselves. Yeah. yeah. True.
1: I feel like there was, like, people share a lot of, like, hair fails, you know? Or, mm-hmm. like, you accidentally, like, burn off all your hair. My sister mm-hmm. did that. Well, I, a girl I went to camp with did that. And, not, and, like, she got her hair, like, Japanese straightened or chemically straightened. And you're not supposed to use the heat on it yeah. right after. But then she did. And then, like, a huge chunk of her hair fell off. And the whole summer she had to wear a headband.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Which, at the time, was just probably annoying. But if she'd been alive during the time of this she really could have gone viral for it. Yeah. I was going to say
2: this is here's the thing she's she's at home going you know what? That was a really hard moment for me, but I I console myself by being like, nobody else thinks about it or remembers it that much. <laughs> Cut to you're on a literal podcast being like, and I remember this very horrible thing that happened to this other person. You know what I mean? Like she's at home being like, one of the good things is that nobody's thinking about you. And then you- I think about it all the time. Allison! I do
1: because it was just so, it was like also in that she was so cool and beautiful that it didn't matter. Like it didn't affect her social status at camp whatsoever.
2: Wow. Wow. What's that like? I know. I know. Privileged.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just wanted to add a trigger warning for this next post for fat phobia and anti-fat bias. Okay, so this is from the subreddit, Bad Roommates, and oh, this, no. is, this is going to get people fired up. Flatmate keeps calling me fat. No! I live in an all-girls flat as I move back on campus for my last year at university, now that things are mostly back to normal after the pandemic. I don't talk much with my flatmates, except some small talk where we run into each other in the common areas. But there's this one girl that I thought mm. I was getting along with well. However, this girl can be a bit weird sometimes. She keeps taking my stuff, especially food, without asking, which I don't mind since I'm okay with sharing even though I never touch her things and always complains about how messy the flat is even though she never does any cleaning herself. But the weirdest thing is that sometimes she just randomly starts calling me fat. And I don't mean that she's insinuating it. She just straight up says, you look so big, you got fat. What?! The first time she did it, I thought I misheard her and let it slide. Then another time, I thought it was because I was wearing some very loose pajamas. So I explained that just because my clothes are large, that doesn't mean I'm fat. To be honest, she's pretty skinny, so I thought that maybe compared to her, I look big. Oh my God. Yesterday, I was in the kitchen preparing dinner for myself. When she walked in, we had some friendly chat. Then suddenly she said, you got fat, you're really fat. I was shocked that she'd be so blunt again, and I explained that I don't think I'm fat at all, to which she replied that I am really big. I was irritated, but I calmly told her that what she said was quite rude, but all she did was laugh and leave to her room. I'm really confused about this. I really don't think I'm that big at all. I did struggle with being overweight years ago, but I've been at a normal healthy weight for about five years now. I'm 65 kilograms, 145 pounds at 5'7", and I'm pretty muscular, so I really don't understand why she'd say such things. Even if I really was fat, that's a really mean thing to say. Is there anything I can do about this, or should I just ignore her? TLDR flatmate keeps calling me fat for no reason, even though I'm not fat. She just laughs when I tell her she's rude.
2: Okay, here's the what thing. The hell? Isn't this bananas? My, my bigger yes. problem with it is the way that it's happening. Like, it's just coming out of nowhere. Here's my thought. Years ago, she was at a magic show. Okay. And the magician called her up.
1: This and is so not where I thought you were going with this, but keep going.
2: And the magician called her up and hypnotized her. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't remember it. And he said, every time you see a girl with blonde hair, you will say, you're fat. And and so then, uh, like now, and she doesn't remember And then now whatever, or some, some trigger. And now whenever she sees this girl that has the trigger and she's like, (laughs) and she goes into a trance and she just goes, you're fat, you're really fat. And then comes out of it and doesn't realize what happened. I
0: Because that's what it seems like. This is the only reasonable
2: explanation. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what it seems like. Why would you be in the middle of a conversation about something totally different?
1: Right. So she's, yeah, she's been hypnotized by Mm -hmm. a magician. Or is it like
2: on, is it like in Austin Powers when uh, the guy has a mole and all he can do is go mole? Like, what is, why are you just like saying things about a person when you see them?
1: Yeah, it's absolutely bonkers. Uh, I Yeah, I think it's probably a lot of like weird projection and, and... Just like intense anti fat messaging that this girl has grown up with. I, I don't know, but it. Or i
2: hypnotized.
1: I hit, or uh, yeah, let's just yeah. go with hypnotized.
2: Yeah. Because I don't understand. One, it's like, I mean, I took issue with this person writing saying normal, healthy weight, but also it is interesting for this person to be like, like, I, it's just objectively untrue, right? Like, with anything. Like, if someone came up to you and was just like, um, Allison, you have blue eyes. Right, and you were like, but that's like literally not true. You would, I would be deeply confused. Yeah, or even like a thing that you that is untrue about you. Like if someone said Allison has terrible skin, that's mean, but it's also like objectively not true. And even so, and or if
1: someone, I feel like it's it's like more like if someone was like Allison, oh my gosh, you are so tall. You're just you're like s- such a tall person. Right, I
0: hear that all the time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah, us, all of us shrimps.
1: (laughs) It's like being tall is neither good nor bad. It's just I don't happen to be tall. Right.
2: Like this, but this person clearly thinks being fat is bad, which is like so fucking weird. I don't know. Listen, I think that your flatmate's going to kill you. She's taking your food. She's saying weird stuff. It feels like the type oh, of yeah, thing. Oh yeah, forgot about the part. The food. about taking the food. Yeah, too. all the weird stuff. She oh probably like God. to your. If she's saying that shit to your face, it's probably because. Imagine if you told this story to your other roommates and they were like. That can't be true, right? It feels like that thing where where Bill Murray would, like, go to do something crazy and then go, no one will ever believe you. That's what it feels like. It feels like she's, like, making some sort of thing where now you're not trustworthy and then once it builds up to be that much, then she'll murder you in your sleep. Oof. is that what the magician said <laughs> yes the magician said and it's like um, winter soldier and and then with the kill words in the right order she'll snap up and she's a Manchurian candidate and she'll kill you wow you
1: just ruined winter soldier for me
2: no you everybody knows what winter soldier is about I didn't okay well whatever I know Bucky, it's a key- Bucky has a little arm thingy it's a key part of winter soldier
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> Should we play Reddit or not where we try to stump Reddit with something that won't be on Reddit? Okay. Okay. Whose turn is it? Mine? Yeah. Maybe? I will put dogs that smell like apples. Mm. <laughs> Phantom loves apples. Phantom's favorite food is an apple. Really? I I really think that he would be happier almost on a vegetarian diet like mom. Really? Yeah. Meat doesn't get him going, but an apple?
2: Um, I don't really see anything about that. Really? People talking about um, dogs, have, how dogs smell. They Is it weird that they like how dogs smell? Dogs love how humans smell. Scientists have found evidence dogs can smell stress. Yeah, I don't see anything about that. Hold on. Oh Give me God. a second.
1: Yeah, Melissa's the expert.
0: Okay. So, this person does not say that their animal smells like an apple, but their dog had horrible breath, so I fed him apples, and oh. it worked like a charm. It's well, not what you want, but yeah. That's still useful to know. Yeah, it is wow. Useful.
1: The apple cleared up the bad breath. Mhm. Wow. So it's actually kind of the exact opposite of what I was saying. Yeah. yeah
2: but so. that's really good life hack.
1: <laughs> it really is. It really is.
0: A lot of people say their dogs smell like maple syrup, though. I've heard dogs smelling like Fritos. I've heard, well, that's their paws, underbelly paws area. Yeah. Sweat stuff.
2: Oh. I love how Beans' little head smells. I smell Uh his little head.
1: I love Sugar's bad breath. I could, oh my I could God. just smell up Sugar's little dog. Oh no. Day. Beans'
2: bad breath is bad. That's uh, the weirdest thing you've ever said. It's so weird. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. It's so weird. Have I not revealed that before? You have to I me, and it's weird. I love the
1: way Sugar's breath smells. Ew. And I love Phantom, but his breath doesn't do it for me the same way. I can't, because Please stop Phantom talking about eats this. Apples. Yeah, Phantom's breath's too good. <laughs>
0: I
2: can't. This is horrendous to me.
0: This is. Wow, that you've made Gabe say you.
2: I, I know. know. Can you imagine? Because
0: the, the bar was so
2: high I to know. Get Gabe to
0: say
1: you. For me to
2: say something's <laughs> gross, it must be really gross. <laughs> I'm not alone in
1: this. Other dog lo- owners love their dog's stinky breath. I don't love it when it's stinky, stinky, but her natural breath is is beautiful. I could just Let's wrap this up. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. We will be back Wednesday with a full episode of a regular JBU and back every Monday with this uh, this little adventure called Too Long Did did Read It. it. See you in the comments. Bye. (laughs) Just Between Us is a Forever Dog production
2: hosted by me, Alison Raskin, and me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa Diamond-Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. So, branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us.
0: Forever! Dog!